Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. Being a real estate agent isn't about listing houses. It's about connecting to people. I need to find new buyers every day. So I promote my listings using radio commercials from iHeartAdBuilder.com. Now every time I have an open house, it's a full house. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Lori Laughlin has paid for two students' college tuition following the college admissions scandal. Real housewife Dorit Kemsley's California home was robbed while she and her children were sleeping. And we're talking to BuzzFeed's Nora Dominic about the biggest horror movie Oscar snubs and why the genre consistently gets overlooked. It's October 28, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen LeConte. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. So to kick things off, following her involvement in the 2019 college admissions bribery scandal, Lori Laughlin paid for two college students' full tuition. According to People, she paid over $500,000, which was the same amount she and her husband paid to get their daughters onto the University of Southern California crew team. <laughs> Quote unquote crew team. Um, Stephen, I can't with this family. I cannot. She she's clearly doing this because she's about to star in something. So she's just trying to be like, I want to want to keep acting. So let me donate this money. And meanwhile, her daughter is over on Dancing with the Stars. I cannot. I know. And by the way, I will say, by the way, Olivia Jade is a randomly very good dancer. (laughs) She's doing doing great. And I hate that it's working. That's the thing. These people, they are very clever with their PR moves. I at least appreciate that this one has material substance to it in that it is legitimate restitution paid. It doesn't undo the damage by any means, but at least like she's actually ponying up some cash as opposed to, you know, I feel a little cynical about like the Dancing with the Stars route where like there's nothing there that's happening except advancing your own profile. So I appreciate that she did this and did it quietly. But yes, it is only happening because she's about to star in a spinoff of that show, When Calls the Heart. I don't even know what the spinoff is called. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. She's I'm sure she has got so many offers lining up. People want her. And the question then becomes, did Lori Laughlin pay that five? 
$700,000 check or did the Hallmark Channel. Oh, that's true. That's true. I thought you were going to make a joke. Maybe she paid to be in the Hallmark Oh, look, there's some sort of conspiracy happening here somewhere. All right. So moving on, in other news, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Dorit Kemsley's home in California was robbed Wednesday night. Her husband was out of town at the time, but Dorit and their two children were home sleeping when, according to the LAPD, three male intruders broke into the house and took a, quote, unknown amount of property. And, you know, the story, when you read it, is really horrific. They held Dorit at gunpoint for 20 minutes and she was begging for her life. She said, I'm a mother. Please do not hurt my children. Don't kill me. And then according to the reports that are out right now, one of the gunmen actually said at one point to the other one, like, kill her, like instructed the guy to kill her. So it sounds like a completely traumatic, terrifying thing. And obviously it it, it evokes the uh, Kim Kardashian robbery and brings up all these questions about reality stars who A, flaunt their wealth and B, show their homes on television, you know? Yeah, immediately when I read this and we were talking about it in our housewives chats, you basically see the layout of their homes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's completely scary. And I mean, I hope she's doing okay and her kids. Yeah, I think that like the networks are going to have to take a a, a really close look at this stuff. You know, I know the Kardashians, for example, have started using fake home exteriors. So they're establishing shots that are not actually their homes. And there's an important reason for that, which is that if they showed the real exteriors, you could actually pretty easily say like, okay, that's their master bedroom window. And then we've seen on the show through that window, there's the closet with all of the, you know, designer stuff. It's, it's a very dangerous situation. And so I don't know what the solution is, but it's just, I feel like this is a big story and that it represents a larger issue. And uh, there was another real house of Kyle Richards got robbed. She wasn't home. So luckily she wasn't held up at gunpoint, but yeah, we do have to figure out like with these shows, these are private citizens who often have never dealt with celebrity before, then are put on this public stage flaunting a very exorbitant, arguably unethical amount of wealth. And then they're just like sitting ducks for something to happen. All right. Well, moving on. Halloween is this weekend, which means we've all been rewatching our favorite horror movies. Whether you're a fan of The Shining, Halloween, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or even Hocus Pocus, there's a scary movie for everyone. That is, unless you're the Academy Awards. Today, we're chatting with BuzzFeed's Nora Dominic about horror at the Oscars, including some of the biggest snubs in movie history. Hi, Nora. Welcome back. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. So you recently asked the BuzzFeed community which horror movie performances they think deserved an Oscar. Now, I'm sure Tony Collette and Hereditary had to come up more than a few times. But did you notice any other popular favorites? Yeah, so I think the big ones were obviously Tony Collette for Hereditary, Lupita Nyong'o for Us, Emily Blunt for A Quiet Place, and then Florence Pugh for Midsummer. Those were kind of across the board, the ones that people think, at least recently, that have been like utterly snubbed by not at least getting a nomination. Yeah. What about like really obscure picks? Were there any people who suggested something that like was sort of outside the box that hadn't occurred to you before? Yeah, there were a few I hadn't actually thought of. Barry Cogan, who was in The Killing of the Sacred Deer, he came up as like one where they were shocked by his performance and think more people should talk about it. And then also somebody submitted Audrey Hepburn in Wait Until Dark, which I had never heard of or seen that movie. That was another one I hadn't, you know, seen on a horror snub list in a while. 
So, you know, in general, the Academy is pretty notorious for ignoring not only acting performances, but directing, screenwriting, visual effects, etc. According to an article by Insider from earlier this year, only 18 horror movies have won Oscars in the award show's nearly 100-year history. I mean, what is it about the horror genre that makes it so unlikely to earn that recognition? I think it's still a genre that people don't think is, you know, prestige enough for the Academy. I think, you know, that voting board is still very picky. I think we see the same thing with big blockbuster movies, like action movies and that kind of thing. But horror is an interesting one because you're able to tell some really complex stories within that genre, but somehow people still can't get past the fact that, like, it's a horror movie. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. It actually is like kind of wild because, you know, rom-coms do not get the recognition either, you know, um, an action rarely at all either. But it is funny because we do have the animation category, which is almost always a children's movie. (laughs) So it's like, you know, that one that one slips in, which is great. Children's movies also deserve Oscars. Everything does. Anyways, that's just a side a side note. It's literally, it's interesting what they decide is like lowbrow, basically. Like kids movies are fine. Oh my God. But not horror where they're telling complex stories. Uh, But you know, to this day, The Silence of the Lambs is the only horror movie to win a Best Picture Oscar. Jonathan Demme, Anthony Hopkins, Jodie Foster, and Ted Talley also won for Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Adapted Screenplay, respectively, making it the third movie ever to win the quote, Big Five Awards. Why do you think that movie in particular managed to pull that off? I think it was kind of the perfect storm of everything. You've got great filmmaking, a story that everybody, you know, was intrigued by and wanted to watch. And you also had these like blockbuster and career defining performances in a lot of cases. It was also like 1991. It was like this big, quote unquote, psychological thriller horror movie just kind of really busted onto the scene. You had Jodie Foster in a literal career defining performance. So yeah, I think it was just like the perfect storm and that's why it was able to kind of sweep those categories as well. All right, we'll be right back to talk more about horror at the Oscars with Nora Dominic. it we're tired of hearing new year new you fat burning secrets and lose weight fast the only thing you need to lose is self-doubt the body you're in deserves respect love and support support you're not getting from your current sports bra it's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market it's time to feel real support from she fit save ten dollars today at shefit.com 2022 Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm Colleen Witt. Join me, the host of Eating While Broke podcast, while I eat a meal created by self-made entrepreneurs, influencers, and celebrities over a meal they once ate when they were broke. Today, I have the lovely AJ Crimson, the official princess of Compton, Asia. Kidding, and Asia. This is The Professor. We're here on Eating While Broke, and today I'm going to break down my meal that got me through a time when I was broke. Listen to Eating While Broke on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Welcome back. We're talking with BuzzFeed's Nora Dominic about horror films getting snubbed at the Oscars. Now, to be fair, the Academy doesn't always ignore horror performances. We mentioned Silence of the Lambs. Can you tell us about some other horror actors that did win Oscars or even just earn nominations? Yeah, so the big one I always think about is Kathy Bates won Best Actress for Misery, and that was obviously massive and huge. So that's like one of the few times, I think, besides like Silence of the Lambs, that acting has really taken that main category. You also had Ruth Gordon from Rosemary's Baby won Best Supporting Actress. And those are kind of the two big ones. Otherwise, it's a lot of they get like visual effects, get out one Best Original Screenplay. So kind of like we mentioned, a lot more technical awards on that side. And then the acting ones, even just a nomination, are very you know far and few between. So for the few horror movies that that do break through, what is it about them that grabs the Academy's attention? Do you think there's like a theme when it comes to the kind of movies they are willing to recognize? I think it's kind of what we were saying before, where it's like, I think people are starting to realize the horror genre can tell such complex stories and it doesn't have to just be, you know, a horror movie where things are popping out and scaring the audience. It can tell these really complex narratives and be like a psychological thriller or just a plain horror movie. So I think those tend to grab the Academy's attention, but it's also still so hard. And those categories are more stacked than they were when we talk about, you know, Rosemary's Baby or Misery or Silence of the Lambs. There's just a lot more movies nowadays. So I think it's still hard when you're choosing between the drama film that everybody knows is a you know bread and butter prestige film um, and then like a horror movie. Mm, Yeah. And I definitely want to talk about Get Out, which you mentioned. You know, I think for a lot of audiences and the Academy itself, there's been a big shift in how we esteem the horror genre. And a lot of that has to do with Jordan Peele and the success of Get Out and Us. You know, like you mentioned, horror has a rich history of providing social commentary. But what do you think it was about Get Out that started to change the conversation. I think it was very much a movie you could watch even if you didn't like quote-unquote horror movies. I think it really rode that line where, yeah, there are scary moments, but there are more moments where it was like, it was just brilliant the way it was done and the social commentary it provided. So even if you've never watched a horror movie before, chances are you could make it through Get Out. Us was a little like more rode the horror line and was a little more, you know, scary, I think, in terms of that, what we typically think as horror but I think Get Out was that movie where it was like anybody could watch it anybody could get the themes of the movie and it was able to be a horror movie that you know broke through do you know what I've just decided Nora the reason that horror movies aren't at the academy is because the academy are scaredy cats they They can't watch horror movies and they're 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 afraid to admit it Nora they're afraid. This is their way. They're this embarrassed. Is Honestly, <laughs> They're as embarrassed. someone who can like barely stomach horror, I would be screwed if I ever became an Academy voter because I would not be able to watch any of them. Just to be honest with you. All right, Nora, one last question for you. For your money, which horror movies, whether for performances, director, best makeup, special effects, what have you, uh, what should have at least been nominated for an Oscar, if not one? I think recently I always go back to Hereditary. I think just Tony Collette and Alex Wolf's performance in that were so good. It was such a wild horror movie that just kind of checked every box of like really great filmmaking. So that's the one I always think of. Okay, Nora, I I agree with you. And also Hereditary is the only time I've ever walked out of a movie halfway through. (laughs) 
<laughs> truly not because it was bad but because it was too good and i was going to throw up <laughs> i think about that all the time like i like on that same vein like midsummer like i'm a massive florence Pugh fan but i don't think i would ever rewatch that movie like it's like the same thing it's just a it's no just thank you aggressively <laughs> gory and horrific and tony collette is so amazing in it but also like i can barely stomach it maybe i will try now that you're you're saying she was snubbed all right well nora thank you so much for joining us thanks for having me guys All right, that's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, horror movies deserve Oscars too. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go for your podcasts. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of the biggest stories on BuzzFeed coming to you daily. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. From Cavalry Audio comes the new true crime podcast, The Shadow Girls. I grew up near the banks of the Green River and in the shadow of the killer that bears its name. Prosecutors described him as a serial killer savant. But this podcast isn't only about tracking down the killer. It's about the victims. We stayed in the woods. He always liked to go into words. Listen to The Shadow Girls on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The NFL is back, and the NFL app has you covered. So get ready for football all season long and just tap into the NFL app. NFL, baby, let's make it happen. Just tap in to watch your local and primetime games all season, now through Super Bowl 56. For the end zone, touchdown! Get up-to-the-minute news, videos, highlights, stats, and more on all your favorite teams and rookies to watch. Welcome to the NFL! Download to your mobile device today at nfl.com slash mobile or in your app store. Certain restrictions and data rates may apply.